I have different songs stuck in my head literally every day of my life. Do you do the same thing? And if so, what's been going through your head this week? Well, shit, I came in here singing, uh, singing, uh, what's the name? That shit, uh, that Snoop verse from the Chronic album. That one, two, three, to the four. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's my shit, right? Snoop killed that shit. One, two, three, and to the four. Snoop Doggy, Snoop Doggy, Snoop Doggy, Snoop Doggy. Madcap presents Mob Deep Adventures in Hip Hop with Prodigy and Havoc with original music by me, K Murdoch. Enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, what you're about to listen to is an experiment in sound. I'm David. My name is Dan. We're Madcap. Welcome to DC. Thanks for joining us. Hey, what up, what up? Can you state your name for the people? This is Prodigy. AJVOC. And where are you all from? From Queens, New York. If you were like head of tourism in Queens, how would you get people to come to, t- come to Queens? I'd be like, do you like LL? Do you like Run DMC? Do you like Nas? Do you like Mob Deep? Well, come to Queens. Have you seen Coming to America? Come to Queens. Exactly. Find your, exactly. Find, there you go. Find your queen. But where in New York can one find a woman with grace, elegance, taste, and culture? A woman suitable for a king. Suitable for a king. Queens. Do you remember making your first demo together? Oh, hell yeah. That was an incredible time in our life. That's what created Mob Deep Sound, is uh, making our demo and the things that we were doing. We was a bunch of like, just thirsty artists, starving artists, just, and like, juvenile, yeah, yeah. And like, yo, and if you think of it like this, like, I always looked at life like this. Life is like a mountain, and then you look at the top of that mountain, and it almost seems impossible to get to the top of but that's what we was looking at, at the top of that mountain, and then we climbed that shit. But talk about like where were you? Like were you in somebody's room? What what beat maker were you making? Like what were you using as a mic? Like what was it like when you were just coming up? Making our demo first of all, me and Hab met in high school in Manhattan. What so high, what high school? The, uh, high school of art and design. Okay. So the school we went to, it was uh it was different because you had all these boroughs. It wasn't like a like a, a borough high school where all right, we go to high school in Queens, which is just Queens. We went to of Milton Pot High School, where you had people from Brooklyn, the Bronx, Queens, Manhattan, Long Island, they was from all over the place in this one school. So it, it created a di- different atmosphere where you learn how to deal with people and we made friends all over New York, you know what I mean, and connections from all over New York. So it's like, we're making our demo, we had met somebody from Coney Island, you know what I mean, in Brooklyn, and um, Tafari, 
was our first DJ. And he introduced us to this dude named Sylvan, who had a studio in his apartment in the projects in Coney Island, Brooklyn. So we used to cut out every day, get on the train for an hour or two, and go out to Coney Island and make our demo. Every day we did this. So this is like a fucking mission every day. Cutting out of school was a crazy story in itself. Then we used to get on the train for an hour and a half, smoking weed, drinking 40s on the train ride, mad stories of that. Then we get to the projects. Then we, in, you know what I'm saying, making our demo at Sylvan Crib and creating these songs. And then we would go all the way back to Queens, you know what I mean? And go back to school the next day, let people hear what we did and what we doing. So it was just like, it was just like an ill experience, man, just doing all of that. And going to that school, it, it just, that's what shaped the beginnings of Mob Deep, you know what I mean? And, and all the wild shit that you hear in our music, that's what shaped it, you know what I mean? What do you what do you use to make beats equipment wise? What do you like to work on? Oh man, these days I work with uh, native instruments. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know the mashing. Uh, you know just stuff like that. Had was the first person to ever show me. He blew my mind with this shit. He was like, "Yo, watch this, son." That's what I be doing late at night. I, he said he told me he said I record the radio late at night. He said sometimes yo this radio station be playing some ill shit. He's like, "Yo, listen to this sample I caught from the radio." So he played the cassette and it had an ill loop. He was like, now watch this, you can loop it up on the cassette. I was like, what? Uh, how you do that? He would press record real quick while that one was playing and then pause it and then rewind it back. Record, pause, and he would make a whole like loop like off of recording pause on the cassette play. I was like, yo, that's crazy, dog. Like that's, that was ill. You know what I mean? Doing that and then using the headphones for a mic. Using the headphones. Those are two really? ill things I never saw before. Yeah. Using the really? Yeah, you could do that. If yeah. you take the headphones and plug it in the mic jack, I love it. You could just record right into the headphones like it's you just a mic. record right into the headphones like it's a mic. I love it. This is Afim Shapiro, your humble producer at your service. I just thought I'd take a quick pause to test out the microphone theory that Prodigy has just enlightened us with. Testing out the left speaker, testing out the right speaker, and now I got the stereo sound. Yes, indeed, this works. So, all you budding producers out there, if you don't have any money for a microphone, don't sweat it. Grab your headphones, plug them in, and begin. You remember the first tape you ever bought or the first record you ever bought? Yeah, yeah. I actually asked my moms to go to JNR Music World. It was right across the street from her job back in the days. I asked her to buy me um, LL Cool J, my radio. Keep me in control I'm the leader of the show 
Havoc, you remember the first C- CD, first tape you ever bought? Man, the first CD, first tape I ever bought, it definitely was, it wasn't rap. It probably was like, you know, Bobby Brown or something like that when I was a teenager. Word up. Straight up. Like, word, man. You know, I was like a ladies man, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I had to keep up with the, you know, the, my prerogative and all of that. <laughs> Crazy. I definitely want to talk about your family history and your mother part of the Crystals, your grand... First of all, what's your favorite Crystal song? Do you have one? Um, probably, and then he kissed me. All right. <laughs> Which was in Goodfellas and Amazing yeah, yeah. Adventures of Babysitter. Yeah. Pushed you a lot. Yeah, these great eyes, just like Liz Taylor's. At least that's what I thought. Also, your grandfather in the Jazz Hall of Fame. Yeah. He talk about y- your granddad's influence on you at all. Um, you know, well, growing up as a little kid, I, I had my memories of my grandfather was uh, just sitting on his lap when he would write sheet music and uh, just writing his songs. And then also, uh, going to his uh, little concerts and like the Blue Note in Manhattan and just certain jazz concerts I remember going to. Yeah, those are my memories. Those are my best memories of him. Uh, you all been in this game for a long time. Do you have like one memory that sticks out either from touring or being in the studio or meeting somebody crazy that when you think about it, you just smile? Old dirty bastard. God rest his soul. Uh, no, no, remember what you used to say? Who could do this alone? One Sunday we was in the tunnel. It was this club in New York called the Tunnel. And we just walked in the club and I seen old dirty. He was chest naked, sweating bullets. Like he just got out the pool. He looked at me, walked up to me, and gave me a bear hug. Man, sweat all over me. I'm like, oh man, he kissed me on my cheek. He's like, I fucking love you, Prodigy. I love y'all, man, Mob Deep. I was like, alright, man, I right, love, man. Late too, man. <laughs> then he walked away. I'm like, damn, this got me soaking wet right now. <laughs> but then I think back about it, that's like a great memory of him, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he really loved Mob Deep and he was just showing love. But I was like kind of pissed that he did that at the time. Like, shit just got me soaking wet with all his nasty ass sweat and shit. Or, but that was love, man. That was one of my Ill- memories, thinking back about, you know, our career in hip hop, bro. How many kids do you have? And, and what about <laughs> the most recent child made you kind of stand up and take note? The kids, how many kids do I have? Well, all the kids in the world is mine, okay? 
So I can't count how many kids I got. All the children in the universe is mine everywhere. Everywhere. Can you can you walk me through the creation of Right Back At You? Right Back At You. Uh I um there's a guy named Scott Free who was an A&R at, at Loud Records. And um, he was from Staten Island. He was from like an area called The Harbor. And um, he grew up with Raekwon and Ghost and all of them. So when we first signed at Loud, I guess our style of music reminded him of, you know, Staten Island and Wu-Tang. So he wanted, he wanted Bad to introduce us to Ghost and Ray and just you know, some, cause since we were label mates also, he wanted us to work together. So he brought us out to Staten Island and introduced us to Ray and Ghost, and we chilled, we hung out with them all night, you know. What were they like during their youth? It was wild, man, you know what I mean? Like, we smoking weed, drinking 40, just, you know, chilling. You know what I mean? It wasn't, we wasn't out there wilding, but it was just some regular hood little shit. Hood like shit. Walking through their projects and just chilling with everybody, and and um, so when we met them, you know, they expressed to us like, "Yo, we want to meet Nas. We want to do some music with Nas, also. You know what I mean? Try to introduce us to Nas." So when we got back, Raekwon actually drove us back to Queensbridge that night, and um, we was like, "All right, we're gonna hook up in a few days, get in the studio and do some music. We're gonna hook you up with Nas too." So maybe like a week later, um, we went in the studio. We did the song "Eye for Eye." The bulletproof, Mark D, Nas, Chef Creation, for your nation, yeah. And then, um, and then, uh, they did the song Verbal Wind, of course, with Nas right after that. And, um, then we did also, uh, Right Back At You, yeah. Catch crumbs, those are your sons. Jumps is in the mailboxes, bitches holding your guns. You know what's out there. Thousands of grams wrapped in saran. Still tight, keep the freshness. That's how we expand. Scavenger, drop your gun, son. Now surrender. Get ninja on the island. Watch the bridge, boy. Remember. My little thug selling drugs and he's struggling. So that was just like our first time meeting them. When we did that song, we had met, we had just met them like a week earlier. Yeah. You must be crazy. Pull out the heat and almost blaze me. Then he was swayzy. The shot must have dazed me. Thug selling drugs, busting slugs, but he ain't crazy. Hold up, son. Word. Would you say that your biggest hit in your career is Shook One's Part Two? Yeah. To all the killers and the hundred dollar billers. For real, because who ain't got no feelings? Feelings. Check it out, man. I'm just curious what it must be like to have created one of the classic tracks of all time. I got you stuck off the realness. We be the infamous. You heard of us? Official Queensbridge murderers. The mob comes. People tell us that all the time, like how much that song means to hip hop and all that, and and we see it when we perform it all the time. So it's definitely yeah, it's definitely one of the biggest songs that we got, man. And it's, it, it feels incredible when people say that, and when we see the people reaction to it, because 
you know, when we were making it, it was just like, you know, we were some young kids, you know, just trying to prove ourselves to the world, you know what I mean? And we had no idea, like, it was going to be that much of, it was going to make that much of a difference, you know what I'm saying? And the hip-hop world. I just want to know about like what it's like to bring your artistry and your soul around the world and connect with people through this music that you started making in a project when that's, you were in high school. That's the most incredible thing ever because we go into places that most people will never see. First of all, you know I me, mean? every corner of the earth we done been to. Um, and just to see some people that don't speak English but they can rap every single word of the song. You know, we see them rapping the words in the song in the front row, I'm like, damn, they know the words. And then after the show, they might want to take a picture or sign an autograph and they can't even talk to you. Like, they can't even have a conversation with you at all. I'm like, damn, they was just singing every words of the song. Like, that shows you how powerful music is, man. You know what I mean? Like, music is just like the language of the world. Like, you know what I mean? Hey. Thank you all for uh, taking the time to speak with us. We hope this was painless. And uh, I mean, thank you, thank you. No problem, For, for being honest and everything, sir. You got a message, message for the audience? Um, Follow me on IG, Havoc of Mob Deep. Yeah, you can follow me, Prodigy Mob Deep. Well, we appreciate you guys. Appreciate everything you've done in hip hop. Appreciate you being in DC and being with us. All right, man, thanks. Appreciate it. Madcap is produced by Dan Bloom, David Ross, and Afim Shapiro, who also did that amazing sound design. The original music you heard was done by me, Kay Murdoch. Transcription by Christy Nguyen. Photography by Devon Bryant. Special thanks to Jay, Catherine, and Duncan, and to Michael over at the Howard Theater. For more info and links, check out madcapdc.org. And if you like the music you heard, you can listen to more of what I do at the-sound-samurai.com. <laughs>